You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome to the Mission Matters Network Podcast for the Future of Service channel. This is Jonathan Schroyer, the Chief CX Innovation Officer. Adorize Gaming. As you guys know, and gals that follow the channel, we have great thought leaders that talk about the future of service. So I'm really thrilled to have Keith Pate join us, who is the CEO of Yellow Pike Media and Yellow Pike Gaming. And Keith and I have known each other for many years, and I'm super stoked to have a, a gaming leader and expert on the, the show today. Keith, why don't you do a little bit of introduction for yourself, your company, what you do, and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like so Keith Pate, CEO of Yellow Pike Media, Yellow Pike Gaming. The Yellow Pike started in 2016. After about 20 years in the in the advertising agency business, I've been brand side, I've been agency side, and and the people I brought together, we had we had one idea in common, is that we hated agency meetings. You know, whether it's a true agency or or professional services companies, where the discussion at the meeting was always from some department head. What revenue are you have you brought me in today? Yeah. And we're like, that's that's not the way this should be. This should be about what problems are we solving? How are we treating our people? Do we have the clients we want to work with? You know, instead it was always about some department head who was whining that the other department was getting the bigger share of revenue than them. And I'm like, we just all agreed this was not the way to run things. So we started Yellow Pike and we're like, we're gonna solve problems, we're going to treat our people well. We're going to build a culture that we believe in and we think then that money and revenue and, and all that will be a, a byproduct of, of kind of that attitude. Oh, I really love it. I wrote a thought piece that's going to come out later this year that talks about purpose over profits, you know, or that purpose will drive your profits. And it's very in line with what you're talking about here is focusing on the problems and the solutions of the clients and, and everything else will follow. What That's really good insight there, Keith. So Keith, so as we kind of go through the podcast, let's jump into the questions of folks that have been listening to, I think, you know, this is our fourth or fifth episode. So you guys are starting to get a feel of, you know, the format, but Keith, from your perspective, you just were at Gamescom, you're, you know, you're at PAX West, I think in Seattle, you talk with movers and shakers, not only in the gaming space, but in other space. What do you think the future of services? You know, there's always the, the two sides of it. Some people swear that, you know, AI is going to take over everything and there won't be any more service companies. I mean, you, you and I have both seen it 10, 15, 20 years ago, like when Porter Crispin Bogusky was at their highest, they were already talking about, oh, we're going to crowdfund creative. The machines are going to go and do the design of the logo. We will never be doing this again. And, you know, programmatic media is going to take over. Yet 20 years later, most digital media is still bought and traded through you know spreadsheets and, and not programmatic it's, it's a small percentage of it the future of services is that we have to be smart we have to be there, there's so many talented kids coming out of art school or out of art of business school the technology helps us make better decisions it informs things it, it doesn't create it for you you know the humans still establish the relationships and i think the future of service is is relationships. It's not transactional. It's there's a relationship because, you know, you and I can both hire five creative directors and three copywriters and and two programmers, and they have the exact same resumes. But the way we go about treating our people and our clients 
will make all the difference, I think, on the success, even more as it goes. Yep. Quality will be ubiquitous, how we treat others, both ourselves internally and our clients on the outside, or allow you know, the outside people to, even the way they treat our people internally, is exactly the difference of what's going to succeed and fail in service going forward, instead of being worried about how many hours did you bill this month? No, it's totally true. I mean, I love the old adage, you know, people do business with people, right? Not with spreadsheets, not with robots or whatever. And I think you're like, you're devil downing on this and talking about how relationships, how we treat each other, how we engage with each other is a future of service. And I I think you're you're totally onto something special here. When you think about the force multiplier that will enable that future, what do you think that is, you know, for leaders out there that are starting to dream about the future? I think the force multiplier is you know, it sounds silly, is the care that you're providing for them, the safety net that you're providing your people that they know it's safe. You know, people talk about all the time, you know, make it make it safe for them to fail. Go yep. out and try something. Be okay with that. The problem is 15, 20 years later after we've been saying it, most companies I've worked with or worked for say it, but don't actually do it. When it really comes down to it, they they resort to the old ways. What you're not busy, push a broom or you know, you know, yeah. conduct layoffs, you know, everything always goes back to that instead of no, if we if we stick with this and follow this process of of relationship building, of taking care of our people and building culture, the revenue will get there. Not that there aren't slow months, not that there aren't busy months, but over time, you gotta you gotta allow it to to grow. Yeah, I mean, you're really talking about a, a point where you if you build a long-term strategy that focuses on relationships, that focuses on people, then you're not going to jump over those dimes of value to get to pennies of savings or pennies of revenue. You're right. going to build that long-term strategy. And what I love what you said is, is sometimes it takes time, right? Like you and I have known each other, I think for like three or four years now, and it's taken time for you and I to build a relationship to get to know each other, to trust each other and write and so forth. And it's the same thing for like your people. It's the same thing for your customers. And this is why you see high attrition rates, you know, across the industry or the great resignation or, you know, quiet quitting or whatever it is, is because people aren't being taken care of. They're not being looked after. And one of the biggest misses that we have, I think, in the industry in general is that there's no easy way to mathematically pinpoint how much revenue yeah. you actually lose in the future because right. you didn't take care of your people now. It's just intuitive. It's your gut, but companies that take care of their Did you listen to what the controller was griping about yesterday on our phone call? I think you were listening to my controller complain about the exact, exact same <laughs> thing. I'm like, I'm like, it's going to be okay. We've done the math that allows us to be patient. Yeah. Let it be, but but this quarter, but, but this month, yeah. I'm like, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. The system works. Don't. You have, you have to have a long view on this. Even Warren to... Buffett talks about it. He goes, we yeah. have, you know, public companies have to get off of making adjustments to the way they do business based on their stock price. Yeah. No, totally agree. You know, it's ruining everything that nobody can make anything. Nobody can make any progress because every decision they make is based on the market, which is not based on logic or science or, or even math. It's it's based on emotion. Yeah, and, it's true. It's true. So we've got a, a few more minutes together. So I know that you have immense amount of experience in gaming and media and so forth. So I think the audience would love to hear two keen insights from you 
that you would like to share with them about? All right. The number one is the one, it's the one I've been leading with since I started this company. Say no. Whether whether it's you're trying to date the girl that, or guy that you've always wanted, or you're building a business, or you're trying to close a deal, your willingness from the very beginning to walk away and say no has so much power. Yeah. And it's it's absolutely terrifying to people, but we've, you know, we're our sixth year at Yellow Pike and we put it on the website from day one, along with a lot of bunch of curse words trying to scare people away. It's almost like try to scare them away, tell them no, be willing to just walk, turn around and walk out that door. And you'll be amazed how often that they come chasing after you. Yep, yep. And if they don't, you didn't want to date with them, work with them, build yep, a business yep. with them, you know, set, you know, put your people in position to have to do, do a project with them, you know, whatever side of it is. If they don't come back or if they don't say anything, then it wasn't worth it. You probably just dodged a bullet that was going to take years off your life. Yeah, the power totally of no is absolutely incredible. I love, I love that advice. That's really fantastic advice. And it's hard. It, it's team, definitely, it's super hard. Are you sure? Are you sure? That people don't want to say no, but sometimes no is, is the kind of the, the pathway and the avenue to success. So I love it. I love it. What's your second piece of keen insight? The second one is treat your people better than anything else you do. Mm. Don't subject your people to anything that you wouldn't subject your your family, your children, your your close people to. Now, you know, some people say, "Well, I, don't, I I hate my family." I'm like, okay, pick something you do love: your teddy bear, your dog, and don't put them in positions or be willing to change your course if you see it affecting them. You know, yep. you and I know it's so hard to find great people, and when you do, you have to do everything to protect them. Now, sometimes it's time for them to go. It's time for them to have a chapter because they've grown and you've done a great job and it's time for them to leave. I'm talking about the day-to-day stuff of being a service organization, put them first, make sure that they feel protected and safe from their clients, from other employees, from whatever you can, and they will do anything for you. They will, they will put it all out there and they'll produce. And then you never have to worry about that aspect as a leader, Mm -hmm. put that protection on them, and then they'll take care of it. Then all of a sudden, you don't feel like you have to worry about micromanaging or even delegating. They're so there for it because they know that you're, you've created this safe space for them that they can go out and do their thing and do the amazing things that you you brought them in for. Well, I love it. I mean, you started off talking about the future of services, people and relationships. Really, the force multiplier is taking care and fostering your talent, right? Uh, yeah. So Keith, this has been such a fantastic time together today to get your insights and your thoughts on the future of service, where it's headed. And, and I think not only the future of service, you shared some really good insights on leadership. I know that you founded a company, a couple of companies, and so you have a lot of experience. <laughs> where can people find you if they want to connect with you after the podcast? I'm one of those really bad ones. I'm everywhere. It's, <laughs> most things are under Keith Pape or KD Pape, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter are definitely my my favorites. LinkedIn is in slash Keith Pape. Twitter's, I, I think, is at Keith Pape. And then Instagram's the weird one. It's KD Pape, my middle initial, K-D-P-A-P-E. And I'm on those all the time. Always glad to connect with folks. You'll find that I'm not always the easiest to connect with because I want us to have a relationship before we do that. So don't be surprised yeah. to reach out. I'll want to have a conversation. I'll want to go and, and chat. And then we 
you get that relationship over time and I'm glad to be part of your life. Which I think aligns with everything you talked about in the episode today. So thanks. Thanks for sharing that time. Thanks buddy. It's so good to see you. Never often enough. No, I know. I know. We got to see each other more often. Thanks to the, <laughs> the, the audience and the guests for listening to the podcast. Again, this is Jonathan Schroyer. This is the Mission Matters Network, the Future of Service channel. And I'm the Chief CX Innovation Officer at Arise Gaming. Until next time, have a great service experience. Ciao. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.